notre quotidien. C'est sur Taïwan. Oui. Located on the edges of your radio static, you have found a new series from The Lost Signal. Tonight, we bring you part one of The Repo Man by Tilson Mullally, a Randall Martin mystery in several parts. Tonight's production stars The Lost Signal stable of actors. Every Saturday night, the Babylon on Hawthorne Street had live jazz music. Folks dress up and come out and hop and bop away in a dimly lit basement it used to be an actual speakeasy back in the 20s. Bartenders wear dickies and the drink specials harken back to a different day and age. As someone who'd seen the real thing, resemblance wasn't that bad. The drinks could have had a little more gin and dresses could have been a little shorter, but those are minor details. Even let you smoke inside if you wanted. And that's exactly what I was doing when the first trio on stage bowed out and the host got up to introduce the group we'd all come to see. Alright, alright, and that was Jazz Kennedy and his delights. And how about a ham for the sounds they just threw out, huh? Always a pleasure, boys, always a pleasure. Get up next. We've got a real treat for you. Some new kids on the block who made their Portland debut right here on this stage less than a year ago. But they're already picking up some steam in the mainstream, a collection of young men that you've almost certainly heard, going by the name The Malcontents. Get up here, fellas! And there they were. The Malcontents had been rising like fireworks in the local scene. The talk had been they were even schmoozing a few executives for a record contract. Amazing considering they'd been less than a blip on the proverbial radar when I'd met their drummer less than a year ago. What was his name again? 
I checked my appointment book, but before I could find it, the host took it on himself to make introductions. We've got Billy Weaver on guitar, DK on bass, you all know Jimmy and Dag back there with the brass, and of course we've got the Rodney King right there on drums. Take it away, fellas! They were right to cheer for Rodney. He was the undeniable star. Only 19 and playing rhythms that even old-timers struggled with. He led the group and practically ran the jams on stage with a focus that couldn't be shattered. If you asked him how long he'd been playing, he'd tell you he picked up a couple sticks when he was three and started tapping away on buckets in the kitchen. It's a cute story, right in line with his prodigy grade skills. Trouble is, I knew for a fact that he'd been playing drums for less than a year when I'd met him last spring, and he'd sounded like it. Runs were sloppy, couldn't carry a bass line in a bucket, but he loved jazz, wanted to play it like the masters. Stupid hands were what he had, he said. I get that. We all wish we were a little more musically inclined, don't we? So I cut him a deal. And it seemed like my end was holding up nicely. That sweat-covered schmuck was smiling down on what he was doing to that writhing mass on the dance floor. Jazz was making its comeback and he was leading the first wave. What a feat, huh? I was proud in my own way. But, uh, all things come to an end and, in my experience, Things end a lot faster in the music industry than in other places. What are you going to do? folks and thanks for coming out tonight we want to forewarn you here now that we've got an entire night of music and gyration ahead so don't you worry your pretty little heads but at the moment boys and i could use a smoke so i'll tell you what we'll be back in 10 and then we'll really get cooking sound good all right all right we'll be right back with you crowd cheered them out as the band unslung instruments and followed each other off stage to the back where an exit door led to a staircase that would spit you out into the back alley I waited a moment before crushing my cigarette out on the table and following. Yeah, watch it, you fucking drunk. Why don't you fuck out of here before I stick that fancy hat with you? One touch to his chest, a slight blue glow, and he fell to the ground, the light in his eyes gone. No one even noticed. Finished crossing the dance floor and pushed my way through the exit door. Made my way up the stairs into the alley. It just rained. And the night had a dirty sheen to it, so that not even a torrent could clean away the grease of a place like this. 
I took a whiff of the night, and below the smells of rain and garbage from the dumpsters, I caught a little hint of weed, wafting from down the alley. It was dark, the only lights being an occasional bulb above a doorway. As I followed the smell, I could hear faint voices that got louder as I came closer. <laughs> you sure you'll be able to drum after this, Rodney? Of course! Help me focus. More than I can say for DK over there, his fingers are already slow. <laughs> ah, get out of here with your shit, kid. Hey, who's that over there? I can't tell. Hey! Hey! Hey, fellas. What's up? Ah, you know, just getting high for the rest of the show tonight. You catching it down at the Babylon? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually where I came from. Just needed some fresh air. You know, you fellas are pretty good. <laughs> well, that's a compliment if I've ever heard one. Fresh air is overrated anyway. Here, take a drag off this, why don't you? Yeah, sure, Rodney, sure. Just offer up all my weed, why don't you? Ah, simmer down there, DK. I'll get you more. We're in Portland, for shit's sake. There's a dispensary down the street. <laughs> take a hit, friend. Or the other fellas get back and make us all go back inside. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, wow. Damn. Dude! That was half a pre-roll, and you smoked it down like it was nothing! Come over here like you belong with us and steal my weed, I'm gonna- He came at me to grab my collar, but in one swift move I had his arm bent around his back in a rather unnatural position. Hey! Let- Let me go! Let- Shoved him face first into the brick wall and he crumpled. Turned to the other two just in time to see Bill hauling down the alley. It was fine. Rodney was the one I'd cut a deal with anyway. He was the one I had to talk to. <laughs> well, man, hey, I I just thought that was impressive. I, I I don't want any trouble. Backed him below one of the hanging bare bulbs, and in the bleak light I could see fear behind two green eyes. As I stepped from the shadows, something else appeared there too. Recognition. Hey, don't I know you? You're a musician, Rodney. You know lots of people, right? Yeah, we met, a, we met a while back, when I was just getting started. Yeah, true facts, friend. So, what are you doing here? We had a... Uh, nothing. Just checking in on my investment. Sometimes it's wiser to cash in a little early. You're hurting me. You're hurting me, man. Lucky you're not a singer, huh? <laughs> anyway, seems like you're doing pretty well for yourself. You and your, uh, malcontents, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing great. Well, I've just got one more thing I'd like to ask for, then. <laughs> What's that? Hold on, it's, uh, here somewhere I got... Ah! Ah, there's my appointment book. How about an autograph? It, that's it? Yep. You've got a pen right here. See your name on this page here? Just want a little sign and right below it. Pretty famous after all, Rodney. I'd be remiss if I didn't take advantage. You being a client and all. <coughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Wh whatever. Uh, one second. Here. Uh, is there anything else I could do for- Oh! Uh, what? What's happening? What's happening? Well, uh, you just signed your soul over to me. Imagine it hurts a little when it goes flying out of there. Uh, but, 
10 years! Yeah, but, uh... That's 10 years till it defaulted to my employer. But it's not like I'd see a cent. And with the fresh like this, the price I get on the market is exponential. I'm a businessman at heart. It's nothing personal, friend. Anyway, uh... You look busy. I've got other places to flatfoot. Catch you later, Rod. Pleasure doing business with you. Oh, and hey. Hell of a drummer. And I left him there. Lying in that dirty alley. Suppose I should have disposed of him, but... What harm could he do? It began to rain again before I made it back to the street. Just my luck, I didn't bring an umbrella. Oh well. So it goes. I could see the light of Rodney's soul making the outline of my appointment book glow faintly from the inside of my coat. And I tucked it deeper into the inner pocket. I'd get a hold of Henri tomorrow, get it put on the market. But I didn't need it, that was. Hadn't had much chest pain or headaches, but uh, tomorrow was a new day. Hard to worry when a job went so well, though. My luck sometimes has a habit of running with itself. I'd be fine. But... Tomorrow was a new day. Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Signal 1 and on Instagram at The Lost Signal Podcast. Tune in every two weeks for another part in Tilson Mullally's The Repo Man. Thank you. And good night.